Hi, my name is Hugo Prévost, and this is episode number five of SVGA, your favorite PC retro gaming podcast. As usual, I'm joined by my good friend Robert Hills over the power of the internet. Hello, Robert. Hello, Hugo. How are you today? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm doing doing all right. A little warm, but uh, otherwise okay. Yeah, eventually the summer will end, and then it's going to be minus 35 for three months, and... <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna uh, uh, once again rile against the, the 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 temperature as the good Quebecers as we are, uh, <laughs> and so yeah, this week is a special week. I think I'm, uh, I can say this without a doubt. Uh, last last time we talked about Diablo, of course, and uh, quite influential game. And this week I think we're we hit the uh, mother load. I think we hit the jackpot because, uh, well, what did we play this week, Robert? This week we played Doom and, well, Doom 2 as well, but we hit, we yeah. played Doom. We played Doom, exactly. Uh, we, there's an argument to be had uh, about if Doom 2 is a new game or just a, a, an expansion per se of Doom 1, but this is, this is really, really niche stuff, and I don't think we're. <laughs> We'll go that deep into that. Uh, but yeah, we played Doom. So Doom, the first-person shooter that came out in 93. Uh, and so I remember we talk, when we talked about Biomenace, our episode number three, uh, I've said that it was a bit weird that Biomenace came out at the beginning of 93. And then about six months later, you got Doom, which was a complete revolution of what has been done before in the, in the field of action games. And so, yeah, this week we talk about it. Um, it's, um, I, I have to be honest, I don't really know where to begin. <laughs> it's, there's so much to tell, so much to say about this. Um, do you, because, uh, wow, I, I'm really, <laughs> really looking at what way I could, we could uh, start to talk about this, this monster of a game. It's, really, it's, it, uh, there. There's a lot. Um, well, why don't we just, I mean, to start at the easy part, it is probably the sort of first, like, real excellent representation of the first-person shooter, where, like, Wolfenstein kind of got the whole sort of mechanics and stuff yeah. going. This this took it to a whole nother level. Exactly. And this is, um, I think, once again, we've mentioned it before, uh, the... Mid nineties, and I'm including ninety three in the mid nineties. If you uh, <laughs> if you let me, uh, I'll allow it. There, there really was a, a complete transformation of the genre because you had at the beginning of the, of the same year you had Biomenace, a two D action platformer, which was okay uh, for the time. It was good for the time, I guess. But yeah, you get. Wolfenstein 3D in 92, just one year before. And then one year after that, you get Doom with, it, it just blew everything away. And it was so influential that for, what, five years after that, we all the first-person shooters were called Doom clones. Yes. Uh, it wasn't even Wolfenstein clones. It was Doom clones. And uh, today, of course, it's it's different. But still, today, you can see the influence of Doom, including the fact, well, that the last game of the series, well, the, the last get that came out, not obviously the last game forever of the series, <laughs> but <laughs> we hope so. But Doom Eternal came out last year. 
And so it's a franchise that's really, really still much still alive today. And, and so, yeah, so with Doom, you had, uh, because you talked about Wolfenstein and it was influential in its own right. Uh, and it was made by the same studio, I, it's software, uh, with about what, five guys, six guys, maybe? It's, it's not many. A dozen at most. A dozen at most. And it's, uh, we talked about this a little bit, uh, before the recording session. And you, you, we, we said that it was, it's still baffling today that you can get, can get a game like Doom that was created by a dozen people. And today, of course, it's, it's quite different today. You have voice acting, you have HD graphics and so on. But today you can have teams. Uh, of, uh, of thousands of people working on the AAA game. And it's going to take months and maybe years of work. And I think Doom, and yeah, it, it got maybe a little old, if you look at least at the graphic side of things. <laughs> but it, it, I think, the, like I said, they put out Wolfenstein one year before, and then they got Doom out in 93, and Doom 2 came out in 94. And it's mind-blowing that I mean, I don't will even know where to begin if I want to design a video game today. Oh, even with even with the same resources that these guys had, it was it's crazy to think that they could put this out in so little time. Well, yeah, and and I think one of the really interesting things about it is how um, how playable I still found it because I know we we, I mean, Half Life, which we started with, was I also found pretty playable, but mm-hmm. this was like the first really truly retro one that we played that was like enjoyable uh, difficult which i'm sure we'll get to at times yeah. um, but but really like had all the elements that kind of pull you in where like i've tried playing wolfenstein again oh yeah yeah and it's it's okay but it just it doesn't there's there's something just not quite there but yeah. this this uh fucking rules yeah <laughs> yeah and maybe we could just go over the, the very very short story of doom because there is a story uh you play as doom guy or john doom or whatever, whatever the <laughs> john, name you want to call doom. john yeah and and so you are a space marine uh not the warhammer 40k kind but eh, maybe and so you are in. You start in. Well, at least Doom One. You start in a space uh, space base, or I think a, it's on a, Mars. Yeah, I think so too. And it's been overrun by demons, and so you have to basically kill everything in sight. There's no there's no allies. Uh, well, not in the base game at least. Uh, and you just go through the corridors into rooms, you shoot demons and other creatures, you collect keys, and we'll talk about keys later. Uh, and then you just end the level. And it's you talked about how the game ruled. It, I think it's one of the most interest, interesting things about Doom is how fluid it is. is because today there is... Uh, talk maybe a uh, Call of Duty, for example. You get all these shooters uh, where you have to take cover. You have to wait for your health to regenerate. You have to. Uh, I mean, there is shooter, old style shooters like Doom that still come out today. Well, like we, like I said before, the Doom series is uh, evolving, and there's still games being made. But 
the idea to just, I mean, basically you end the level and there's a, 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 an objective for your time that you spend in the level. I think the first level is 30 seconds. Yeah. And it's like a, it's like a, uh, when you play golf, you have to do it under a certain number of, of, of hits. Uh, and then in doom, well, you, you won't be penalized, but you get a little, I, I smiled a few times when I, I saw that I did, I completed the level in maybe what, five, 10 seconds under the, the par. If you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, and, and it also tells you like, well, you, you know, you only, you know, killed 94% of the guys and you missed yeah. two secrets. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really, I mean, there's no score at least. Because there was a score uh, in Wolfenstein 3D the year before. You collected shiny things and it gave you, wow, 5,000 points. What do they give me? Nothing. But <laughs> now it's just being, you can be smug if you kill all the monsters, you find all the secrets, and you do it under the, the, the uh, preferred uh, time. Uh, I, have to, I have to say I didn't find all the secrets. I... I'm not sure if I killed all the monsters. Maybe in a few in a few levels, or maybe in in an entire episode. But you end up uh, being surrounded by monsters. Oh yes, and you eventually just want to bail out and just get through the through the level and to uh, up until the end. Uh, and so yeah, so the. I think the most I talked about fluidity just a minute, a few minutes before, and I think this combined with a really good sense of verticality in the level design. It is what makes, uh, on the mechanic side of things, what makes Doom work. Because uh, we talked about Wolfenstein. It's, like I said, same studio just one year before, and it's only on one plane. You stay... Yeah, there, there are no, you're, you're essentially a Dalek. You can't go upstairs. Yeah. There's it's it's all one floor. Yeah, and you start Doom, and in the very first level of the very first episode, there's a a, a, a place where if you just go straight, you're gonna go down about uh, maybe thirty cent- centimeters down. But it's and you will be able to get back up. But you have this at the beginning of the game. You have this opportunity to see how much liberty you have yes. when you try to move. And I think it was also one of the, maybe not w- exactly when the game came out, but uh, it was at the time that the arrows, uh, the control scheme with the arrows on your keyboard was beginning to, 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 to shift to WASD, which are the, uh, the four keys used to, uh, Still, still in use today to control a, per, uh, a character in a first-person game, and so it was starting to go from using the control key and the arrow keys to to, to move and to shoot to using WASD and the mouse, and this opened the door to once again more fluidity, more speed, more action, uh, and, and so yeah, you're, you're in this world where it's you're always fighting and it's to be able to even today, even 
27 years later oh my god <laughs> oh my god uh, <laughs> to, to to still be able to uh, i played uh, i played a bit of doom i guess two days ago and to still be able to drop in a level and to see a dozen monsters or so and to, to start shooting strafing running uh and just to 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 be enthralled by this this movement and it's so it's so intense it can get so intense that you forget that the game is 27 years old it's it's true and there, there's something really satisfying and i think this is really where it started but like a shotgun being oh, the God, yes. ultimate sort of you know all-purpose weapon like the both shotguns there's the the shotgun and the super shotgun was the super shotgun just in doom 2 anyways uh, i think so yes they they both like it's just a very satisfying experience to just run around shooting monsters with a shotgun in in a way i hadn't really expected and kind of forgotten because you know the way that shooters are now there's you know there's pellet spray and maybe it's a slug shot or whatever it, it they it's all very complex this is very simple if you're pretty close to on target it's just monsters exploding <laughs> yeah and there's some blood and so there's some gore uh, every monster has a one or two death animations uh, there's a scream sometime too uh, and it's really i think when it came out not only did they, did it have a, a satanic team and with satanic imagery and uh, all the, the more you progress, the more it gets red and dark and scary. But yeah, you have this all these monsters with fireballs and explosions and and basically uh, tea that want to take a bite of your face and. <laughs> Oh, did you ever it's, get ripped in half by one of the big, like, uh, Minotaur yeah. ones? Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I got every death possible in, in Doom. <laughs> and so, yeah, so you have these weapons where you talked about the shotgun. It's so satisfying. The, the sound, you can almost feel the recoil, even though it's a, it's a, it's a video game. Yeah. But, and, and you have the reloading animation, and it's even better when you use a, a mod uh, like Brutal Doom and we'll talk about mods uh, in a few minutes uh, and so yeah you're there and you progress and you get a rocket launcher and you get the uh, uh, there's even a chainsaw you can uh, cut the enemies, your enemies in half uh, I mean today it's a bit uh, I mean you, you, it's, you presume that you'll get powerful weapons when you play a, a, an action game. But uh, when you think about, for example, Wolfenstein, and I'm sorry if we, we're always coming back to Wolfenstein, but it's the, the, the reference for uh, this kind of thing uh, just before Doom came out. And yes, you have powerful weapons. You have chain guns and you have, I think you have a rocket launcher uh, uh, at some point, but it's, so. there's the way that the, power of the of these weapons are is demonstrated on the screen in doom that makes all the difference yes yeah it's very much um it's it's quite visceral and and i was actually i, I don't want to say surprised by the gore and so on but like i can see why in the 90s people freaked out about video games it was like wow okay yeah this is this is a step up from what um 
people I think were used to at the time. And it's it, and, and in that sort of like there's multiple deaths for different creatures and so on, like some of them are like, wow, you, you're just plastered all over the wall. <laughs> exactly. And uh, and so you I, I want to ask you about the the way that the the imagery the, were you were you scared at times were you uh, did you find that the it was maybe too much sometimes um i don't think so i not not in the sense that i was scared of like ooh like spooky imagery but i was occasionally given like a a quality jump scare where something was in a dark corner that I couldn't see, like all of a sudden is slashing my face. Like, Oh shit. That kind of scare I got. Like I, I rem- it, it, oh, the sort of, not to worry. It, it's the, the sort of like the say the satanic imagery that the, the gore and stuff was actually a little too cartoonish to, but I mean, that's, you know, 27 years of, desensitizing hyperviolence uh, has that effect on it. Yeah. And it's so, I mean, yeah, it's over the top at times that it's, it's almost funny. Uh, but yeah, you talk about jump scares. There's a lot of traps going off. Uh, you, you push a, uh, you activate a switch and a wall will come up and there's going to be a dozen enemies behind it. Uh, you're going to have to dodge projectiles, going to have to dodge. Uh, and there's a, it's it's really interesting to see there's there's so there's a huge following for doom obviously but there's a it can be so precise and so uh, there's a way for example I, I'm sometimes watching reviews of retro games on YouTube and there's a this YouTuber guy who talks about oh there's hit scanners and there's other kinds of enemies in doom and you have to to take care of these these first and then and I was playing the game, and yeah, you go in guns blazing. That's the concept of the game. But there's when you progress uh, past a certain point, maybe past the first episode, uh, the first set of levels, you get to a point where you really have to be tactical about yeah. how you play. Because if you go just straight up and shoot, you're going to die. And you have to use corners. You have to uh, prioritize certain enemies. You have to uh, try to get them to fight, to get them to fight each other. Uh, there's really a way, uh, even with the, the, the most of the most basic basic of AIs, uh, <laughs> 27 years ago, you still have a way to be strategic about the, the the way you go through these levels. Yeah, that was one of the interesting things I found myself was like really quickly going into like, oh, geez, I just em- entered a room and there's a lot of guys. So I, I, I bob in, I shoot, and then I try and maybe get around behind them and shoot from, from behind and, and like flanking and all this like tactical stuff that you usually like – would consider more of a modern thing with more modern AI that's, you know, trying to do the same thing to you, but it's, it's actually quite necessary. Even, even in this, where it's just a bunch of, you know, demonic zombies coming at you. Yeah. And of course you don't have all the, uh, fancy movements that you can do in a shooter today. You cannot crouch. You cannot, uh, aim down the, the, the site of your weapon. Well, it depends on the, what kind of the game you you what kind of what uh, sorry what 
kind of mod you're using, for example. But when you play the base game, it's all it's a bit static yes. and that's okay because it was made like this, but yeah, there's a, you cannot, uh, wall jump. You cannot, there's a, it's really, you're on the floor. Maybe you can aim up or down and that's about it. So you're going to have to move fast and be quick and you're going to have sometimes to take damage and to know how to exploit that, that kind of situation to be able, like you said, to run around, shoot them in the back, uh, or just unleash a barrage of of rockets and hope for the best. <laughs> yes, uh, that was another thing that surprised me, or at least that I'd forgotten, is that like firing rockets is not something that you you have to fire them a little indiscriminately, but you also have to be careful with them. There's there's a skill there that you know yeah. you you kind of lose when you most of the games you play now don't have you know forty rounds of rocket ammunition that you're just firing off willy-nilly and yeah there's some also of course splash damage so you have to take that into account is, is there really a way to uh, of course i don't want to pretend that i'm a, I'm a pro doom player absolutely <laughs> not but <laughs> i mean it, there's a you can still beat the game if you know a bit what you're doing. Of course, I'm not playing... I, I have to say, you talked about uh, briefly about difficulty uh, the uh, opening of the uh, of the episode, and uh, I think that's the right time to talk about it because it's hard. Yes. It's it's really... it. it kick, I mean, I, I'm playing at the second easiest level of difficulty and I'm sometimes getting my ass kicked. So, and... It's really something. I mean, like I said today, you, 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 of course, you can. There's some difficulties in games, but when you take a shooter, for example, you can always crouch and wait for your health to regen and get back up again and start shooting. Uh, unless they, they, unless they, 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 uh, they use grenades on you, for example. But uh, in Doom, I, I remember um, a moment where. I went all the way at the end of a corridor. I killed, uh, I think, a Hell Knight. And it's a, this towering creature that shoots uh, green balls of, of death, basically. Yes. And so I killed him. And I went through the, the I went into the room where, where he was. And then the wall comes up. And there's <laughs> three more Hell Knights. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I just started running at the at the the other side of the room to and th- then took out my rocket launcher and started to uh, to try to kill them at a distance. And there's these these surprises. There's these traps where you don't have the option to not activate the trap. And it's really there. You, there's really a feeling that you're alone against a horde of demons. Yes. Yeah. You. You at no point feel like there's someone looking out for you or whatever. Um, like I, I. I know you play a lot of. If you play a lot of shooters now, the. And I think this is something one of the designers, John Romero, has talked about on Twitter a few times. But how, um, sort of, when you play a game now, it's very linear. Like you're you. Yeah. The, the game kind of takes you through a story, and this is very different. Where it's just a bunch of levels that they've designed kind of like mazes. And I don't know about you, but I had forgotten what it was like to be lost in a shooter. Uh, like, uh, it's uh, yeah. 
<laughs> it, it was an interesting feel. It was like, oh, oh, I remember this. Because it just, it's not something that you, you encounter anymore, getting lost. Because there's usually, there's a, there's a hint, there's a map, there's, you know, some kind of tool tip or like things will flash or whatever. But this is just like, no, no, you just, you have to walk by that door you can barely see eight times until you realize you're an idiot and then you go through. <laughs> I mean, there is a map. And you can use it. I used it. It happened a couple of times, especially in the later levels where, okay, I've gone through most of the level. I've killed all these demons. It was quite intense. And then where's the damn key? You need the blue key, you need the red key or the yellow key or whatever. Then, oh, so I have to backtrack. I have to open the map to see, is there a place that I didn't explore yet? If so, I have to go to go there. Maybe, like you said, there's a door that I missed, and uh, and so uh, there's a few times where you you lose this impression of being cornered all the time. <laughs> yes, it, it, you killed everything, and then oh, I have to to fetch something, an item. I have to find a key, and it's I understand where this comes from, and I know that they if they had only made uh, linear levels uh, in a straight corridor from point A to point B with demons in the middle. It would have been so boring. But there's some times, especially in Doom 2, I think, where you feel that it's made to get you frustrated. And it's made to make make you think, oh, I should have bunny up there and or i should have activated this thing that i didn't know was being was able to be activated and and so (laughs) like i said i used the maps a few times uh to try to find my way but yeah most of the times it's get in the room shoot everything try to survive reload and rip and tear like this (laughs) yes um I want to hear you about on the uh, music side of things because there is a a soundtrack uh, for Doom and it's maybe not as present as it was in my recollection of the, of the game, but yeah, there's a a good soundtrack. I want to maybe. uh, It it was actually one of those ones that um, it, I hadn't really remembered as much as some of the other ones. Like actually Biomenace was one that really stuck in my brain for a number of reasons over the years. But um, it, it was one that replaying this uh, I, I found it, it suited well, the sort of the atmosphere of the game. And like, it really kind of brought you to that period of time and these sort of early mid nineties. Yeah. And they, I've heard that they were inspired by metal bands. They listen to metal all day while programming the game. So basically what you get is, I think, a midified version of Metallica and other bands. Oh, yeah. And you, you can definitely feel that. And it's quite good. Yeah, it's MIDI. It's not that the best quality of music or the it's not the, the, the music that has the most depth, of course. Uh, but yeah, it's re- it really fits the, the atmosphere. It does. And it, it's it's one of those things that really kind of 
I, I think really helped elevate Doom was that it it has a soundtrack that fits with you know the atmosphere, even kind of especially around that time, like sort of the demonic message of heavy metal or whatever. Um, it it all it all plays nicely together. And uh, I know it wasn't the first time you played Doom, of course, but what was? Do you remember your first time? Um, vaguely. So it would have been, I guess, ninety. 93 or 94 and i think it might have actually been doom 2 but i'm it's, it's pretty young at that point um but i remember it was around the same time that my dad was installing a stack of um three and a half or i guess no they would have been the one and a half floppy disks of uh windows 3.1 mm-hmm. and so the two are always kind of linked in my mind and i um I have stronger memories of playing one of the doom clones which i think was actually on the doom engine um Hexen was that the, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. the the kind of wizardly one, um, but yeah, I, I spent a fair bit of time. Like I remember being a kid and um, finding out what BFG stood for, <laughs> and that was like see, it was one of those like when you're when you're a kid and you find out like curse words or whatever, and it's like secret knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that that was that was pretty cool, you know. Of course, BFG stands for uh, Big Frosty Gun, and uh, <laughs> for oh, nothing else. <laughs> no, it's uh, jo- anyway. Uh, it was a bad <laughs> bad joke, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think my first experience with Doom was at a friend's house, maybe in ninety five, ninety six. I don't know, and he had printed a list of the enemies in doom and the way to, uh, was it the enemies or the weapons? I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, the, the, the list, I think it was a list of weapons and the effect that they had, the enemies that were, they were the best against and so, and so on. Um, and especially remember that the, uh, mostly remember the first levels, Yes, because yes. you never really play as a kid. At least I never really played an entire episode of Doom. It was maybe two or three levels, and then you die, or just your your dad say, "Oh, it's you're not the appropriate age to play Doom," <laughs> or you you have to do something else. And and so just, I, I mostly remember the the space station levels. The the uh, what's it called? UAC. That's the name of the uh, the company. Yes, uh, I think so. And it re- reminds me of uh, Waylon Yutani in the uh, Aliens franchise. Oh yes, of course. Basically, an evil company that is. I think they're supposed powerful. to be experimenting in sort of teleportation technology. Ah, uh, right? yeah, and, and then that's they how they open. The open they, whoops! Yeah. Open the gates of hell, and it's up to you. Like yeah. poor subcontracted space marine or whatever. Yeah, and, and so that, and when I, I've discovered that after the first episode, you you slowly get closer to the gates of hell, and then you, I mean the the third episode of Doom is called Inferno. So basically, you're you're in hell, and it's really I never went that far before. No, I I think. Well, I think I did go that far, but I didn't get there on under my own steam because yeah. this was also the era where cheat codes were very important and stuff like oh, yeah. 
god mode where you could uh, not just kill everything and not be killed and have unlimited ammo, but also just like fly and clip through walls and yeah, yeah. So that those parts were were familiar in very sort of like oh yes, I cheated my way here kind of ways, but <laughs> and. I think one of the other explanations as to why I mostly remember the the first episode is that the game was mostly distributed as shareware. Yes. Uh, it's something that doesn't exist anymore. Not, uh, I mean, in, you, not in any real sense, no. Yeah, I mean, you get demo versions sometime, but it's not really the same thing. And so, yeah, shareware was the idea behind that was there was no really no network distribution network for gaming i think in the early 90s and so the studios just mailed cds or diskettes with the the first episode was it the entire first episode it would usually be the entire first episode like i remember in uh one of the ones i remember really clearly is uh duke nukem 3d for example that first episode you you'd get and i think they not only would they mail them, you could go to actual physical stores. And I remember there'd always be a rack of discs or later CDs of, of shareware that you could pay 2 or $3 for. Like really, really cheap. Basically, you're just paying for the packaging and the disc itself yeah. to get the thing. And even some bulletin boards, you could, you could download certain things. But I, bulletin boards, I was... I wasn't the one doing any of the downloading. That would have been my dad. And so like the actual, how that functioned, I don't really have any clear memory of. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you finish the episode and then there's a screen asking you for $29.99 or whatever yeah. the price send is. Send it, it to, to PO box, whatever. Yeah, Send it by mail, write a check and send it by mail just to be sure it's a nineties. <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of these, um, these TV ads where there was a countdown. And so, oh, you only have 20 minutes to call. And it's like, there's no way you can know when the ad is is on TV. There's no way there's someone in the call center, uh, Greg, in the quotation marks here, is going to s- tell you, oh, it's you're two minutes late, too bad. I mean, it's... And it, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was the kind of thing that we had in the nineties. Uh, uh, long TV ads where you could buy a set of kitchen knives or whatever it was, and uh, yeah, or you could buy a video game over the mail. Uh, I mean, I could. If someone tried to do that today, it, it would just never work. I mean, that's. That's one. I mean, I'm glad for the internet, at least for that. It's that's a better way. Yes, to I mean, it's it's utterly destroyed the way we, you know, work as a society. But we can get video games much yeah. easier. I think uh, I think we're coming out uh, at an advantage here. It's well, I mean, between... we are because we've got a video game podcast. I ah, don't sure, know sure. if we can speak for everyone else though. No, but I know how you like you love following Canadian politics on Twitter. Well, so, uh, <laughs> love is an interesting word for it, but yes. Um, I want to talk about modding and the uh, the way that we played Doom and Doom 2 because we didn't play the... I mean, we could have uh, tried to a bit, but we uh, could have played the original version of the games, but we decided to 
uh, well, I suggested that we play Brutal Doom. Yes, I'm glad and you did. It was yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it because it, it can be a bit intense uh, sometimes. Uh, basically, Brutal Doom is a uh, like I said, a mod, which is a modification for your game, and so you install. Well, you have to install another mod before that, but when you install Brutal Doom, what it does is basically change the animations for the uh, the weapons, and I think some for the uh, death animations of the enemies. And so, it, as its name suggests, you get about 10 times more blood, more explosions, more noise, uh, <laughs> more screams. Yes. Uh, and it's... It's awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> I, there's really no other like it's it's really in a you know sadistic way or whatever, but it is it is truly awe inspiring the level of violence it uh, it brings out. Yeah, and, and there was a I don't remember which level it was. I think it was in Doom Two, but you get into a room where there's a bunch of Hell Knights, uh, which are huge and powerful and tough and so on. And there's a cyber demon, which is usually the end game boss for doom. Am I wrong? I don't know. Uh, Anyway. So anyways, yes. So yeah. So there's a bunch of ultra powerful monsters and you basically have to get one of the uh, invincibility power ups that are laying around in the room. Because in a few seconds, you'll be dead because everybody's going to shoot you. And so you get that. And if you play Brutal Doom, what will happen is, like I said, the sounds are about 10 times louder and there's more explosion and, and everything else. And so you start shooting uh, basically rockets, if you have some, uh, to get it done faster. And sometimes the monster will start shooting uh, themselves or other monsters, of, uh, of course. And so you, I got a, a, I, I think my headphones saturated. <laughs> there was so much noise, uh, explosions, <laughs> screams, and uh, everything you can imagine. And I was like, okay, I have to get through this because there's a key at the end of the room. And if I don't kill at least half of the, the monsters, well, they're going to kill me and I won't <laughs> be able to get the key and, and etc. Et but, but yeah, th- this part was, Wow. <laughs> I mean, it was a bit uh, quite intense. Yes, and, and like in, intense in a way that uh, really draws you in and not just like a phony intense, like, oh, this is bad. Like, I have to do something about this. <laughs> and, and yeah, and there's a bunch, there's tens of uh, maybe hundreds of mods available for Doom uh, because it's still a very active scene today. And th- there's a way... There's a difference to make between uh, mods, proper mods, which are, like like I said, going to modify the game, uh, give you extra weapons, change the monsters, and so on, and uh, what they call WADs, which are basically maps or map packs, uh, where so you can decide to play... Uh, basically, Doom is, is a WAD, which is a bunch of maps, and you play one after the other, and and that's it. And you can, there's thousands of wads over the internet, uh, free, of course. And so you get, it's, it can be on one, only one map. It can be a bunch of them. I saw, I know of at least a one, uh, I don't want to say Twitcher because it's so 
horrible as a as a name. But yeah, a, a video game player on Twitch who at least twice a year is going to make a contest. So you design your own map for Doom and he's going to play it. He's going to wreck them. And so it's 2019 or 2020. And there's still people making maps for Doom. How cool is that? It's it's for a game that was so big and so influential, the fact that it you know still has that presence. And it's not, you know... There aren't as many people playing Doom right now as there probably are playing the latest Call of Duty or whatever sure. at this very moment. But there is still an active community where you can, you know, play Doom on not at like a true 1080p, but you're running it at, you know, it's properly run across your monitor and everything, and you're playing a level that someone has, you know, recently made. That's it's it's a testament to how well the game was made in the sense that it is not just sort of structurally sound, but it is playable and interesting and, and, and enjoyable as a just platform to, to game. And you can also play in multiplayer. We, uh, we wanted to try it. We didn't know after time to, uh, to do it because, well, unfortunately, yes, real life got intruding on that, but, yeah, but there is uh, once again a very active scene if you want to play Doom in multiplayer. Uh, once again, you have to. I mean, you could try. I don't know if you could try it directly through Doom Two because you cannot play Doom One in multiplayer. But with Doom Two, you can. Uh, but I think with the modern systems, you have to install a thing called Zendronum. Uh, we're gonna put some links in the. Uh, the article on PF.ca for everything for Brutal Dooms and Dronum. If you want to buy the game, of course, you'll have everything you want. Um, but yeah, so you install this, it's free, it takes about five minutes, and then you can uh, go through a list of servers online and you can host your own server, of course, choose your, your WAD or your map, and then just play. Uh, because I don't think the, uh, of course, the the, the multiplayer module 27 years ago, 26 years ago in that case, wasn't made for uh, local area networks, for example, or just high-speed internet. No, so I, I doubt you still have your your uh, your modem with you or your. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know that Heat.net is still uh, up and running. <laughs> so so yeah, so it's really like you said, it's really interesting to see how it still has an influence over the way people play, the way people design games, the way people just like to play video games, like to play action video games. Uh, of course, they did two movies, and I think we don't need to talk about them because oh, they're, I, they suck. Uh, I, I, didn't I, never, I never saw either of them, so I'm not taking I mean, I mean the, 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 I didn't see the second one, which came out, last year i think uh but the first one was with the rock and carl urban yes. and it wasn't very good the the most interesting f uh moment of the movie was what they showed in the the trailer was basically you get into carl urban's head and you see the world as a first person shooter player <laughs> And it's, I mean, it's okay in a game, but in the movie, it's just so cheesy. Yeah, uh, it just, there's, it's not, there's not really enough there to, you know, yeah. hang a plot around it, really. 
No, and I mean, they based it around Doom 3, which came out in 2004, but still, it's the same. It's all the same thing. There's a gate to hell, there's demons, you shoot stuff, you win. And well, that, hopefully, you win. Yeah, hopefully. And I think they, they, they did an interesting play on this in, uh, in 2016 when Doom, which is basically Doom 4, but not Doom 4, uh, came out. And there's a. At the beginning of the game, there's the the, um, the main. It's going to be the antagonist, but yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, but yeah, eventually, so he, he starts doing some exposition, starts explaining the plot basically, and your character, which is John Doom, uh, just takes the screen where the, the this video was playing, explaining the the lore, and just turning off. Well, not really turn it off, turn it around just to not hear it anymore. So it, it, they recognize, they know that the, the the objective of the game is just to use your weapons, and you don't really care about the, the plot. No, it's it's not it's not a game where you're worried about the details of the sort of motivations of Doom Guy. His his inner psychology, you know, whatever his father may or may not have done to him as a child, doesn't really come into it. I mean, he's in the army, so maybe there's something there, but we don't I mean, need he, to know. Maybe he's just following his father's footsteps as a, yeah. you know, space contractor marine. And yeah. this is what his father did, what his father's father did. And he's carrying on the proud tradition of marching into hell with uh, a lot of guns on his back. <laughs> and, and that's another interesting thing because today today's shooters are limiting one to be realistic I guess and they limit you to two or three weapons at the same time and I don't know why I mean I, I can understand in Call of Duty where you are shooting Russians in the Middle East but in Halo when you're in space with other space faring species and then you only have two guns i mean why you're a super soldier i mean come on man don't don't you have the strength to carry at least one more gun anyway it's done well, well we wouldn't want to suspend you know we, we wouldn't want to ruin the suspension of disbelief while people are playing <laughs> whoa well, i don't know about this yeah i mean they can fly faster than the speed of light but Three guns, come on. Really, really cracks that fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of fourth wall, um, as as we said, we've played Brutal Doom, which is going comes to enhance not only the violence, but also some graphical aspects. Um, and there's a, did you feel that there was a point where maybe looking around or moving around, you said, okay, I see the graphical limitations of the engine. Yeah, especially if you look up. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of, things stretch weirdly and you gotta, you gotta try not to focus your eyes too much because your, your brain's trying to compensate for something that it can't. Yeah. Um, it, it was really something meant not to be moused in the same way that, that, that games are now and they, it's not really rendered in sort of a modern way mm-hmm. um, but it, uh, it again playing brutal doom with the you know the full screen and everything i found surprisingly um 
as long as you weren't looking too far up or too far down, worked pretty well. Yeah. And I think I think so too. I mean, there's a certain charm to a certain old feeling where okay, it's old textures, it's old, it's the enemies are sprites, they're not really 3D, uh, and so on and so on. But I wouldn't want to play Doom. I mean, the original Doom, not the, the 2016 version. Obviously, I'd want to play the 2016 version with the 2016 graphics, but I wouldn't want to play Doom 1 uh, with uh, RTX light lighting and uh, full 3D graphics and really feel that my my GeForce 2060 is starting to melt in my my, my PC case. And that's, not, that's not what I want because I... If, I mean, I I haven't played Doom Eternal, the, the the one that came out last year. I, I saw some let's plays of it, but I feel like it's not that it's not a good game. I feel I'm sure it's it's a great game, but I feel like it's burdened by its legacy, maybe. Yeah, and that oh, you can uh, climb walls, and you can there's a. Uh, now the arenas for fighting are six levels deep and uh, you can, I don't think you can fly, but uh, let's say, you, let's say you can, you have a jetpack or whatever. And then, Oh, you have to think about really, really think about the 3d space. And, and you, you have to think about it a bit in doom and doom too, but it's mostly, Oh, I have to worry about what's downstairs or what's upstairs. And right. It's, it. it's about finding switches to, to move platforms and that sort of thing. It's not yeah. about that. Yeah, I, I, I agree in the sense that, you know, if someone completely redid Doom in sort of a modern way, but essentially kept the same level design and, and basic mechanics, I just, I don't think it would, it, it wouldn't work in the same way because I think the game's limitations actually, um, really sort of accentuate all the good things about it and and keep it 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 restrains it in a way that i think works really well yeah and again about uh doom 2019 uh doom eternal they tried to force you to be creative with your weapons so they limited you uh, to a certain numbers of uh, ammunition for each weapons type so you cannot carry around a hundred rockets, or right. uh, and but in Doom, there's a, a the, the first one uh, uh, or the second one or whatever. There's a, a satisfaction where there's a room full of monsters, and then you just get out your chain gun or your uh, plasma rifle and just start shooting, yeah. and you have six hundred rounds, and everybody's going to be dead before you go through your rounds. But oh my god! Is it fun? Is it yeah, satisfying to just destroy everything? <laughs> Absolutely. The the chain gun in particular has a, a certain just like, oh, I've only used a hundred bullets. I can keep doing this. Just let it rip. <laughs> yeah, of course. And especially if you use Brutal Doom, you have to you, you see the casings everywhere, you see uh, when you use the assault rifles, you have to reload, so they, they, you're gonna drop some magazines on the floor. Uh, same thing with the uh, uh, the shotgun, yeah, the shells smoke a little bit too, it's yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's a really the, a little nice touch, it's not too much, 
No, it's it's and they're all still sprites, which I think is what really makes it work. Is it it's it's additions. It just adds a little bit more to the world without trying to over modernize it because it's not a modern game. It it but it fits very well in the sort of time space and and it it achieves exactly as as much as it wanted to. And that's and that's something that that the newer things they. they they respect it and it works because mm. of that. Do you feel, I think Doom 1 and, or Doom 2, uh, and there's a bunch of versions available, Final Doom, Ultimate Doom, uh, Doom Doom, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Doom Squared or whatever, um, usually on sale for about 7 to sometimes $15 online. Do you feel that it's it's a good value for the game or do you feel that it should cost about two bucks and that's it? I think it holds up well enough that, you know, I, I, I don't have any problems, you know, with the nine or whatever bucks that it costs. Like it, it, I, I, it's, you, you have to go in understanding what it is, but um, I was actually impressed with how well it held up as as what it is and um in ways that some of the other stuff we played like like oh well this is nostalgia wise great but otherwise doesn't work this this are still you talking works. about the phantasmagoria for example well yes but i didn't even have the nostalgia there that was all you um <laughs> yeah not that i haven't forgiven you already but one day one day yeah we'll see but but yeah, I understand what you mean. I mean, you you there's so I mean you can't go in. Maybe someone will go into this blind and don't. I mean, while then listen to the podcast. But whatever. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad this person did it. If he yes. did that uh, really never knew anything about Doom, and then oh, this is an interesting a podcast that came out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can go into blind. Uh, I, I don't know if it. This would be the same thing as maybe going seeing Star Wars for the first time and having never heard of it before. Uh, there's, I think, don't think the cultural influence of Doom is as blatant as the one from Star Wars, for example, or Star Trek or whatever, uh, because it's still uh, a shooter and it's still. Uh, a certain type of video game, but uh, I don't think. I mean, obviously, you saw you you, you certainly saw something that was inspired by Doom somewhere. Uh, sometimes, I mean, you cannot. Es- I mean, you could try to escape it, I think, but I'm not sure you really can in the end. If you like video games or if you like shooters, for example, you will eventually run into. Uh, like I said, a reference to Doom, even if it's obscure, or you'll find a meme, or uh, whatever else you'll find. But I think, like you said, if you know a bit about the game, if you played it before, uh, maybe 27 years ago, uh, <laughs> and if you want to give it a go, I mean, it's it's going to run on basically anything. Uh, I, saw, I saw a YouTuber play Doom on... Uh, a, f- a photo camera. So I I have seen 
someone made a version of it for um, if you've got a Mac laptop with the sort of touch bar thing that replaces all the function keys. Yeah. Someone made a version of Doom for that. It wow. it is everywhere. I mean, I don't know why you'd play want to play on a narrow sort of quarter inch strip of touchscreen, but if you yeah. wanted to, you could. I mean, I remember having a, an MP3 player where you could flash the uh, basically flash the, the on the BIOS, but flash the, the operating system that was on the thing, and you could install Doom. It was in black and white; you didn't have any music, but it was still Doom on an MP3 player. So, yeah, it's like you said; it's everywhere. It's so it, it ran on what uh, one diskette for the uh, shareware version, I think. Probably, yeah. I think most things at that point were one. Two was a bit much for shareware. Yeah, and so 30 years later, to have a game that's going to take you a few hours to finish, maybe, if you really want to be Toro, uh, if you don't die too many times. But yeah, so maybe 15 bucks is a good price. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's usually sales and, and so on and so on. But yeah, it's it's better. I think it, it would be better to spend this on a known good game than to, oh, I'm going to buy the next Ubisoft AAA uh, climb this uh, game. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, I, I, nothing I really against Ubisoft AAA games, but yeah, there's a, a you can, you can want to, to, to go back to the classics sometimes. It can be helpful. Yeah, and it, and it's it's surprisingly um, quite enjoyable. Like it it was a well made game then, and you can still feel that playing it now. I mean, like I said, I, I had a bit of frustration looking for keys, looking for doors. But if you take that five percent aside, ninety five percent of your time is going to be quite awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and even those getting lost parts, there's a certain nostalgia in the the way of things have just they're different now. But yeah. it's not you know too frustrating. Although sometimes you do pre- feel pretty dumb, <laughs> especially when you can't remember what the map button is and you don't bother to look it up until your podcast host friend reminds you. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a tab button usually. Ah, uh, yep, yep. I bet it is. Well, <laughs> I bet it is. Yeah, so this was Doom. Uh, we sh- certainly would have more to say about it, uh, but I think maybe it's for another time. Uh, it's almost an hour already, so uh, I think it's uh, time to say, uh, well, Robert, thank you very much for it, uh, being here today with me, for having played Doom uh, once again, uh, quote-unquote, with me. Uh <laughs> One day we'll be able to find a game with a multiplayer service <laughs> and the right time to, to use it. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for being here today. Oh, it was my pleasure. It was, uh, this was a good one. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we, glad we went down uh, dooming. <laughs> and for everybody, everyone that's listening, of course, thank you very much for being here. Also, if you want to listen to our, our other episodes, sorry, including the uh, excellent Biomenace. No, I'm joking. Uh, if <laughs> I mean, we talked about, uh, like we said, Half-Life, we talked about Fantasmagoria, Biomenace, we talked about Diablo last time. So if you want to have a listen, uh, you can find everything on pf.ca. We're also, of course, on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes, on Spotify, and basically 
basically everywhere where you can get podcasts. So until next time, bye-bye. Au revoir.